0: Hey, well, it's Adam. Welcome to Proudly Resents, proudlyresents.com. Here with Adam Felber. Hello, Adam.
1: Hello, it's a pleasure to be here. What's going on?
0: Adam, of course, is a writer for Real Time with Bill Maher and panelist on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And he's been on our show a few times talking about a Good Luck Chuck, Zombie Space Jesus, and Old Dogs.
1: Wow, I've really been around the block here.
0: <laughs> you have been around the block. <laughs> but today we proudly resent... Christmas Shoes. The show is a little bit early because it's a Christmas show and the word on the street is that the bandwidth traffic on iTunes is going to be so bad that we should start early. I don't know if you heard that, Adam. I did. So, it's like the 405. So from you
1: right before we started recording.
0: <laughs> that was an excuse. Good well, we times. probably sent the 2002 movie Christmas Shoes based on the book that's based on the song from the band called New Song.
1: Yes, and we should, we should say right up front for anybody who wants to listen to something besides us that the song has already been beautifully lampooned by the great Patton Oswalt. He, uh, he did a bit about it, and you can go to YouTube and watch an animated bit about the bit that he did. And uh, if you want to know about the Christmas Shoes, the song by the band New Song, uh, you, you could do worse than to Google Patton Oswalt Christmas Shoes.
0: Or you can do better by going to prowlersdents.com slash shoes.
1: Because we'll uh, put up the link for you.
0: Yes. Well, the link, the whole video is all embedded. It's very fancy. But the video is great. They animate his uh, very funny stand-up bit, and they literally animate, like, every word. So if you can't hear it or you're deaf or you don't speak English, it's all spelled out for you.
1: You know, there are people who do that. I just want to say there's a, there's a that's a thing on the Internet. There are people who take favorite comedy bits and animate every second very literally, and it's called something. I don't know what it's called, but it's called something. And I've seen, um, there was a Bill Maher editorial that we were all very proud of that somebody animated on the internet. There's a helicopter going over my house right now, by the way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Adam's a drug mule.
1: Yeah, I I am, exactly.
0: So the, the movie, uh, Christmas Shoes, you want to tell a little bit about what it's about?
1: Yeah, we need to know that it's a, it's a Rob Lowe movie. He, it's, it's like a Lifetime movie uh, based on a, a maudlin country song. Rob Lowe is starring in it, and it's not like Rob Lowe, I just got caught doing a teenager Rob Lowe. It's Rob Lowe, I've already made my comeback, I'm on the West Wing, it's 2002 Rob Lowe.
0: He's uh, respectable, Rob Lowe.
1: Yeah, this is a, like it feels like a contractual obligation movie. In any case, the movie opens. Rob Lowe is somewhere north of, north of Boston, in a in a in a cemetery. He's he's saying via vi- voiceover. I know it's weird to be bringing um, flowers to your mom's grave on Christmas, but Mom always loved Christmas, and that's just kind of how I roll. And um, then. You will do an eye roll when this happens, and then there's a—he—he he looks over and there's a kid, like a 22-year-old kid, at a grave, a couple of graves down, who is uh, wearing a Boston Red Sox cap, and he is also visiting someone uh, in the cemetery on Christmas, and they kind of say hi to each other.
0: Right, and he doesn't know who it is, it's, even no though he learned. But once you watch the movie, you obviously know who this kid is.
1: Because this is the kid for whom he buys the shoes and the kid who is, in fact, wearing the Boston Red Sox cap that was Rob Lowe's as a kid. We learned that Rob Lowe is a high-powered lawyer who doesn't have time for his beautiful wife and beautiful kid and beautiful mother until a certain thing happens on Christmas and, we, and he learns the true meaning of Christmas. But we don't learn that right now. All we know is that he's looking at some kid next to him in the cemetery and going like, Oh, who's that guy? I've never seen that guy before. And then we flash back to 15 years earlier, during which Rob Lowe looks exactly like Rob Lowe 15 years later.
0: Yeah, are you making noise? Are you raking leaves or something?
1: No, are you? I hear
0: rustling. No, on your side.
1: It's it's possible that my microphone, because I'm gesticulating, I'm Uh. gesticulating a lot, so my microphone might have been uh, gesticulating against my face.
0: Oh yeah, you got to shave before you do the show.
1: Is this better now?
0: Oh, that's so much better. I'm
1: sitting forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I ruin everything? I mean, is everything ruined to this point, or? Well,
0: no, it's like a Morse code, like Homeland going on over there. Oh, Okay, but you could hear you're hear sitting what I'm on saying. messages. Yeah, okay. I don't know. There's planes flying overhead. There's Morse code going on. I don't yeah. know what's going on. Uh, in your house.
1: It's Christmas at the Felber household, is what that is.
0: So, uh, and I appreciate you taking a minute away. So he wakes up, uh, Rob Lowe. He wakes up his teenage daughter. Who's like a a normal teenage daughter. Right. And uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, go ahead. You have something to say here. Uh huh. Just say it. You think it's a little weird. No, you were going to say this. You were going to (laughs) say that you thought it's a little weird to watch Rob Lowe waking up a teenage girl.
0: Have you ever seen that video, I The Rob Lowe watched, Sex no, Tape? No, no. In New York, back when we lived in New York in the 90s, there was a public action show that advertised, you remember this, Midnight Blue? No, you,
1: I, I, I remember Midnight Blue. I, I, I don't remember in, anybody I know really watching that video.
0: A videotape you can buy, I was like, is that the Go-Go's doing cocaine? Is that Rob Lowe with a teenager? Is that Chuck Berry peeing on a on a on a well, prostitute? I've,
1: I've of course, seen Chuck Berry peeing on a prostitute. Who hasn't? <laughs> I mean, as I said, you're interrupting Christmas in the fellow household. That is tonight's uh feature. It's our vision it's our version of the Yule log on television. It's just an endless loop of Chuck Berry peeing.
0: And your five year old son crying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: four. Come on, he's four. He can take Oh, it. I wasn't
0: talking about bass, I was talking about the other one. Um oh, Awkward time to bring that up. So Rob Lowe comes down. Yes, he wakes up a teenage daughter, and she says, when you come tonight, will you bring flowers? And
1: he says, of course I will. But he's not coming. We know. He's a lawyer who works too hard and doesn't appreciate the things in his life.
0: Yeah, like a a shitty Christmas uh, concert. I mean, those things are terrible, let's be honest. Kids are all off-key. Absolutely. They don't know the words. No, it's terrible. So um, (laughs) he goes down to see his wife, and his wife, he tells her about this new house they bought and how great it's going to be and what's so great about this house.
1: He says that if they get this house that they're bidding on, it's the best because it's got four fireplaces.
0: Four fireplaces.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't want a house with two fireplaces.
0: No, you just, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. And what, what, you live in the Arctic? You don't have a,
1: there's no gas no live in a Boston company. area. There's a reason to want a, a fireplace or two. But four? It just sounds excessive.
0: I think if you were uh, owning like a brick oven pizza place, you might need four. Right. Or a s'mores factory, but otherwise, I don't know why you, uh, unless you got a lot of documents you got to get rid of. Yeah. He makes it sound like a sexual thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're going to have four fireplaces.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You make it sound like he makes it sound like it's a sexual thing. I kind of took it as four fireplaces.
0: Oh, I heard the honk, 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 and to me, that's no, always was, sex.
1: No, there was no honk, honk, honk. He didn't actually honk Kong <laughs> work. Right. Anyway, so meanwhile, Crosstown, there's a much more middle-class family. Very blue-collar. Dad's a mechanic. Mom's a, a dying teacher. Oops, I gave it away. Anyway, there. it turns out that this very good-looking mom, she, she looks a little bit... Who does she look like?
0: She looks like um, the sister on According to Jim.
1: Yeah, she looks like the sister According to Jim, because that's who she, in fact, is. But she looks a little bit like... uh, Oh,
0: oh, oh, Steve Martin's daughter in um, Here Comes the Bride, or whatever that was called.
1: Yeah, or or whatever. She looks... Oh,
0: because that's her. She's
1: an attractive young woman. That's who she is. Yeah. And and, um, we learn pretty quickly, because she's panting and coughing all the time, that she's concealing from her son the fact that she's got a very bad medical condition, and she's probably going to die.
0: Well, you say that all the time, but, like, she'll cough once really loud at an appropriate time for the script for you to figure out that she's dying.
1: Yeah, well, look, nobody ever coughs on film unless they're going to die. And this woman coughs before she speaks. So she's dead. Once or twice. And, 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 like, and, we should, and like anybody who actually tuned into this movie has heard this song, The Christmas Shoes, which the chorus of which goes, um, it's about this little kid trying to buy shoes for his mom so that she'll look good. If mama meets Jesus tonight... And so obviously, this woman is dying, this son wants to buy her shoes, it's all going to go down like that. And it's obvious from the first moment that we meet her.
0: But I think if you have heard the song, then you definitely do not want to watch the movie because you know how depressing this movie is going to be.
1: It's endlessly depressing because the rest of the movie is this slow reveal of the fact that she needs a new heart. She doesn't get a new heart. She's going to die. They set up a cot in her living room. Um, the kid hears that was such about- a that
0: was such a tease where you think she's gonna get a heart and then it turns out the kid has Hep the donor has Hep C or something and they can't it, get the heart. It
1: was it was Hep B, but yes, thanks for playing.
0: Uh, I don't know my Hep's. I'm not that Hep.
1: You're not Hep to the Hep's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Either way, and the kid is oh so they's like while they're in the hospital, the kind teacher says he's gonna take care of the kid, and it's just uh, the, the kind teacher. Is about like forty or fifty, and he's good friends with Rob Lowe's mom, who's in her seventies, right?
1: Right. So the connection between Rob Lowe and this blue club there's there's the blue collar family, and Rob Lowe have like two or three essential connections. One is um, this teacher lives next door to Rob Lowe's mom, so so the kid's gonna be living next door while his mom dies to uh, Rob Lowe's mom. Number two. Uh, the kid's mom is gonna take over for the dying mom as music teacher in the school. So they've got they've got some connections there.
0: Yeah. So I'm listening to the, hel- the plane go over your head. Oh yeah. yeah well, you know,
1: a- I do live near the Burbank Airport. <laughs> also, um, let's take a second to uh, to pause right now for this commercial message.
0: Hey, people always tell me what movies I should see, and it's awesome. Please suggest films if you have any. But i found it i used to buy them one by one but then i found that by getting netflix streaming most of them are there uh, right away and under that same umbrella so i did a deal with them which uh if you go to our website proudlyresents.com click on the netflix banner you can get netflix for free for one month and if you do it through proudlyresents.com we'll send you a list of 20 recommendations of great movies and TV shows you should check out. Mainstream stuff, weird stuff, funny stuff, sad stuff, great stuff, and of course cult and horror. That's from me and Nico. So go to prowlersents.com and click on the Netflix banner.
1: Okay, we're back.
0: Welcome back to prowlersents. Adam Felber, Adam Spiegelman, here talking about Christmas shoes.
1: Oh, those Christmas shoes.
0: No, but, uh, it's just weird. It's a, Rob Lowe's wife becomes friends with the dying music blue-collar music teacher. And she takes over for her. Meanwhile, Rob Lowe has been trying to set up a, a job interview for his wife because he wants her to be yuppie like him. And he's doing all the work to get her this job. His assistant's like, hey, you're... It's so weird. It... Anyway, Rob Lowe's setting up this job interview for his wife, but she doesn't want it. She wants to be a music teacher. And that's a huge fight they have. And when Rob Lowe fights... He becomes, like, the meanest, nastiest guy, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, just... yeah. Uh, well, Roblo for some reason, he starts to resent the fact that he's a terrible father. And and he just, he just becomes a complete dick. I think the story needs him to be a dick. So, so there, that's what happens.
0: He played uh, Peterson in the movie. I can't remember the guy's first name who, who killed, like, four wives. Uh-huh. He was not as mean in that character. Like he's just so evil, and he's just supposed to be a guy who works really hard and doesn't really give a shit about his family. It's not no, like no.
1: I think I think it's safe to say that this is the meanest we've ever seen Rob Lowe. If you if you've wanted to see a super mean Rob Lowe being, you know, being all resentful around the Christmas season, this is the guy. And you know what? His mom warns him. His mom warns him. She says, "What does she say?" Don't make money, make memories. Oh, so beautiful, Adam.
0: It means so much when she says that.
1: Yeah, don't, Adam. If I can give you any advice this Christmas season, don't make money, make memories.
0: And it's kind of like, what do you know? You're gonna die two scenes later anyway.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and so so like yeah, when she unexpectedly dies two scenes later, which is completely expected.
0: No, she expectedly dies. And actually, uh, Judith, who's watching the movie with us.
1: Oh, the great uh, Judith Ben Ezra.
0: Called, called it, right? Yeah.
1: She not only called that she would be dead that next scene. She called the broken teacup on the ground, which so her, I thought was particularly impressive.
0: Her not-boyfriend, friend, teacher comes over to see her, and of course he has a key for the house, and he walks in, and you know she's dead just because you've seen these movies before. And, and can you say
1: he looks not unlike Robert Guillaume?
0: Well, he was in uh, Hill Street Blues. hes yeah. uh, I forget his character's name in Hill Street Blues.
1: I yeah. never watched, okay.
0: You never watched Hill Street Blues? Uh,
1: no, I, I remember a guy who acted, acted like an angry dog.
0: He was not the guy who acted like an angry dog. Yeah, okay. You, uh... <laughs> <laughs> But he was a big actor at the time, and he's a good actor. No, he was, so He, goes he was in completely this, fine in this movie. He is but He fine. goes in and
1: he finds the old lady dead with the, with the uh, teacup on the ground. But we should say, before this has happened, the old lady has welcomed, uh, for some reason, the, the kid with the dying mom, uh, the other kid with the dying mom, <laughs> the young kid with the dying mom, into her home, shown him Rob Lowe's own room. Let him take Rob Lowe's old Boston Red Sox cap for some reason and uh, sent the kid on his way. Also, around this time, the kid with the dying mom hears his mom say how pretty she felt in a really nice pair of shoes once. And so it becomes his mission to get her these $20 shoes that we saw fall off a truck earlier in the uh, movie and then get delivered by Rob Lowe to this store. So it all comes together. It's all very beautiful. And so the kid starts collecting cans. Rather than tell his dad or his teacher or his mom or anybody in his life that he needs to get her a pair of shoes, he starts collecting cans manically and obsessively and making everybody around him uncomfortable.
0: Mostly because the kid believes in small government. And he doesn't think that other people should give him something. So collecting cans, (laughs) he needs $20 to buy these shoes that are marked down to $20. Oh, these
1: gross dance shoes, yeah.
0: And he only has, like, I mean, by the end, spoiler alert, he only has 15 bucks. It takes him so long to get all these cans. And he's like, yeah, he's pretty obsessed with these cans.
1: He has absolutely no knowledge of math. I mean, my son is four. This kid is 10. My son would kind of, like, in not too long an amount of time, figure out how many nickels he would need to buy this pair of shoes. Meanwhile, we get to the end of this movie, and spoiler alert, this kid is at the counter in the department store, and he's five and a half dollars short and doesn't know it.
0: Uh, yeah. He, I mean, it's not that he can't count nickels. He has like, I don't know. He has enough cash in there. To he's got he's
1: no like, math knowledge. This kid has no skills whatsoever.
0: No, he's got nothing. And the the store owner is great because he's something. Even though it's supposed to be Boston and, it, and it's shot in Canada, the store owner's right out of "Um, It's a Wonderful Life." The yeah. way he talks, you know. Or a sorry kid. commercial.
1: you don't have enough.
0: Well, no, 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 the owner of uh, the department store.
1: Oh, the owner. No, the cashier is the guy who's like, sorry kid. But yes, the owner of the department store is, is, some, is some amazing Mr. Gower type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've owned this store for many years. I'll try to sell those shoes, but I don't know if there's much of a market for them.
0: The kid sees the shoes and now his goal is to buy the shoes, but there's... They can't spend too much time on it because there's other plots to this film they have to get to.
1: Yeah, there's, there's this kid's mom who's not going to get the heart she needs. There's the whole music thing which is going on because Rob Lowe's kid, little daughter is in this music class that Rob Lowe's wife ends up teaching. Rob Lowe doesn't want any part of any of this. He's trying to get his wife some high-powered job, and he's trying to ignore his daughter, and he doesn't understand the meaning of Christmas. And, but can I, can I cut to the chase? He's about to get gobsmacked with the meaning of Christmas because he stops off. Uh, I'm cutting to the end here. He stops off at the department store on the way home, ends up on line behind this this stupid kid who can't add up nickels.
0: Rob Lowe does.
1: Yeah, Rob Lowe is behind this kid trying to buy toys for his family for Christmas because he's he's completely fucked it up. And this kid is like counting up nickels, like 5, 10, 15, 20, and he doesn't have enough money. He doesn't have enough money to buy the shoes.
0: Yeah, so Rob L- Lowe, t- it takes like 15 minutes for him to realize that he should just give the kid the five bucks.
1: Even after the kid tells the clerk, and the clerk, by the way, a huge douchebag as well, kid tells the clerk that his mama is probably going to die tonight. This is her last Christmas. He wants her to look pretty when she goes up to heaven. Everybody stands there going like, oh, what are we going to do with this kid? <laughs> finally, five bucks between the 20 of us in Rob Lowe lays out five bucks for the kid. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I can't believe it took that much just to get five bucks out of Rob Lowe.
1: Yeah, and then Rob Lowe doesn't even offer the kid a ride home because Rob Lowe has to go find his wife, who it turns out has taken her whole school chorus to this kid's mom's home so they can carol her to death because she's dying. Well, they, so
0: he could have given the kid a ride home. He was going he to the kid's house. He could have given the
1: kid a ride home. Instead, he drives over to the kid's house and finds his wife and daughter in the crowd, and they make up while everybody's caroling, like singing Silent Night at this woman who's dying inside. This kid finally makes his way home through the snow with the shoes, gets inside, puts the shoes on his mom, and she dies.
0: He gets there, and there's a crowd of people, and he says to somebody in the crowd, uh, where's my wife? Have you seen my wife? And the guy points straight ahead. So she's conducting the choir, Mm-hmm. So she's, the one, she's standing in front of the house facing Rob Lowe by herself. Yeah. And Rob Lowe is standing in a crowd of people facing her. And uh-huh. he has to ask somebody where she is. And the yes. guy is like, right in front of your nose, dipshit.
1: Right. She's leading the chorus at singing the poor woman inside to death. Meanwhile, the kid is pushing his way through the crowd to get inside to put the shoes on his mom before she actually dies of heart failure. Which she does.
0: It is all about crying in that part. <laughs> so yes, yeah,
1: everybody's crying. Rob Lowe has repaired his life because helping that little kid who, who, he doesn't know he's at this kid's house, I should stress. He has helped this little kid in the story. That still hasn't figured
0: it out. He the... has
1: not put it together. He just knows, oh, we're caroling outside some lady's house, and then everybody's like, all right, it's time to go. Meanwhile, inside, this this woman dies. And then we essentially cut to 15 years later.
0: There are some funny scenes. When Rob Lowe's wife goes to visit the dying woman, they had to play it up like the dying woman doesn't see her until she yeah. comes in. and uh, But she can see... She It was just a weird scene that she's like, oh my God, there you are, even though she's blatantly walking down the hall to her.
1: Oh, the husband has welcomed her in, the door has slammed, and yet she's been directed to notice her as she walks in. So so even though there's been all this noise, the moment that she comes into the, the dying mom's eyeline, the dying mom takes the oxygen mask... Off her face is like, oh, it's you.
0: I didn't know somebody was there besides all the clues that somebody was there. And and, well, in this scene, in the discussion, the dying woman tells Rob Lowe's wife a cute story about her husband, how he took dancing lessons. And instead of saying, you've got to be kidding, which is Rob Lowe's wife's response, she says... You don't want to say it. No, you say it. (laughs) She says... And we could listen to it a hundred times and make sure it's right. And it's not a clean word. So if you're with your kids, it's going to get real awkward real quick. Um, she says, you can't to be kidding.
1: She does. And, and, and you, we played it back again and again.
0: She says, not you've got to be kidding, but you cunt to be c- kidding.
1: You can't to be kidding.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. She should be saying, it's a mixture of you can't be serious and you've got to be kidding.
1: Right. But she just says cunt. And, and, and because we're shooting a Lifetime movie... It's moving on.
0: No ADR.
1: No, no, nothing. You said cut. Sorry, that's going to air. Bye. Let's get Rob Lowe on We've got another 10 minutes. Yeah. So,
0: uh, all right, let's go back to the end of the movie. She dies. Now we cut to 15 years later.
1: Right. And Rob Lowe is looking at this kid who's wearing his own baseball cap right next to him. The kid whom he bought these shoes for. Uh, and whose house he stood outside while he had this deep revelation that changed his whole family and stuff, right? And he's like, hey, so you come around here a lot, kid? And the kid's like, no, I'm in college. I'm gonna be a doctor. You know, obviously still suffering from the fact that his mom died. And Roblo's like, oh, doctor. That sounds like a good idea. Good luck to you. And the kid says, good luck to you. And then the kid walks away and then Roblo looks at the grave and the kid has laid in the snow on the grave the Christmas shoes. So at that moment, 15 years later, Rob Lowe looks at the shoes, looks at the grave, looks at the kid pulling away in the car and goes, what? But it's too late and he just kind of smiles like, that scamp with the dead mom, he taught me the true meaning of Christmas.
0: Which is, what, wait till the very last second before you help him out with the shoes?
1: Right, and then, and then never find out who he is because wh- why, why would you give a fuck? He just lives in this tiny town with you north of Boston.
0: All right, so you, Adam, um, so what happened was Adam had to go home, he's a newborn child and his four-year-old son and a five-year-old son he doesn't know about.
1: Whom I'm, all of whom I'm uh, ignoring right now.
0: Right, he's ignoring at this moment, but so Adam went home, <laughs> we watched the second movie, but everyone fell asleep during the second movie because everyone but myself uh, and Adam, of course, uh, ate a lot of pot. Yeah,
1: they did. So
0: they were asleep and I was the the one watching this whole movie. So
1: what did you discover? What, what have you learned from this experience?
0: Uh, do drugs.
1: Okay. <laughs> Just say yes. No, what happened in the movie?
0: Oh, what happened in the movie? So it's the uh, sequel. Uh, it's the same town 15 years later. Uh-huh uh doogie hauser plays the kid now neil patrick harris oh he's great 2003
1: but he was uh, clearly not the kid at the age of 22
0: no no or age four or whatever and he comes back but the guy playing his dad is the same guy but in real life they look so much alike in terms of age
1: well because the dad is the dad the guy playing the dad is like 30 years old in the movie
0: and it was only a year ago that they shot the movie. The first okay, one came out. So, you're absolutely right. I didn't even think about that. The first one came out in 2002. The second one about 2003. So am going to go out on a
1: limb, him. though, and say that the first one was shot in, like, 99.
0: Why do you say that?
1: Because I can't imagine a Rob Lowe not in disgrace shooting this movie. Right. This had to be the, like... I, I'm trying to repair my life, Rob Lowe. It couldn't have been Rob Lowe, I'm back on top again. Because Rob Lowe's a great actor, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, and he's always working. And, uh, he's always working, or, he's and, always And when he good. wasn't always working.
1: Yeah, and there was a time when he wasn't working because of some, you know, what the Irish call the troubles that he had.
0: Yeah, boy, did so, he ever.
1: Yeah, exactly. So my guess is that this movie must have been shot during the troubles.
0: The first one, because the second one, he shows up once or twice, and we talked about how uh, his... He didn't look any older, any younger when he did the flashbacks in the first film. They, re- Someone must have given him that note, because in the second film, there's a little bit of gray on his temples.
1: Oh, great.
0: But you only see him once or twice. Uh, so, Neil Patrick Harris is operating on a child, a teenager, and he loses him, and he freaks out. The kid dies, and he, has a, he freaks out and goes back home to visit his dad, who's the same age as him. I mean, listen, the dad is a good actor. There's no reason—well, I was about to say there's no reason why he shouldn't come back for the sequel— the reason he shouldn't come back for the sequel is that he's the exact same age as Doogie Hauser, so it doesn't make any sense. Uh, or, I'm sorry, for the younger people, Neil Patrick Harris. Right. And he uh, it makes... So he says, you know, I want to stay with you for a while, and he goes to look for the Christmas shoes, because his kid has tons of mom issues. And the dad is like, oh, he's so cavalier. He's like, I just gave it away. I gave away that and your hat. What? What? A, yeah, he gave it away to Goodwill. He gave so gave the Neil shoes Patrick, away? And the kid's hat, Yes. And he's but like, hey, what's the big deal?
1: I got to ask a question. And I'm asking this question as a guy who has only seen the first movie and regrets that. Doesn't the Neil Patrick Harris character leave those shoes in the snow on his mom's grave a few years yeah. before?
0: Well, yes. That's the first thing that went through my mind was, didn't he leave it on the grave and didn't someone take it? And you say, well, maybe there's an argument that he comes back later and brings it back. Well, the reason it's not true is because the prop department did not think to be a sequel because they're two different shoes. Oh. Because, I mean, just the soles are totally different. Oh my God, that's the terrible. The first one has like wooden soles of the heel. The second one's kind of rubber, like slippers.
1: I love that these movies kind of got made in the sweet spots um, when certain really good actors couldn't get work. Because you shoot the first one when Rob Lowe is at a, at, at a nadir of his career. And then you shoot the second one between when people love... Uh, Neil Patrick Harris as a child star and haven't realized that he's a good adult actor.
0: Yeah, he, and he's in between... Yeah, he doesn't know if there's a eight series I, I and a movie in, in, coming. In,
1: until Neil Patrick Harris, and I don't know what year this is, until he appeared in Starship Troopers, and, and everybody was like, wait a minute, Doogie Hauser is an adult now and he appears to be able to act unlike most dysfunctional child stars. I, I think that, that this was, these were the years wandering in the wilderness where he had to take like Lifetime movies.
0: Po- this is post um, Starship Troopers, but yeah, this is... But not by need. much.
1: Like by a year or two, right? No,
0: by 10 years. Really? Yeah, Starship Troopers I think was like 97 or something.
1: So when did, when did everybody realize again that Neil Patrick Harris could act?
0: Like how, a week after he brother? shot this movie. Yeah, how, uh, no, uh, Harold and Kumar. People, I mean, he was always doing Broadway and stuff. In right, right. He did Rent, but yeah, Harold and Kumar, and then How I Met Your Mother, and right. now he never needs to do a lifetime movie again. Think now
1: he now can host award shows and.
0: He's great, yeah. He's Fuck. terrific. He's, he's terrific.
1: Love, I love Rob Lowe too. These are terrible movies that these people were in.
0: Yeah, uh so, so he comes back. He can't. He runs out to a bin, a random bin, and sees his stuff is gone. We don't know when his dad dropped it off or where, but we have to assume. It was an hour ago in the bin, but it's already gone. Now we meet the new kid, which is the the kid from Two and a Half Men. No. As a little pudgy fat kid, not as a, a tall, thin, uh, religious person, zealot.
1: Are we really calling him thin?
0: Now? Yeah. Compared to then?
1: No, just in general.
0: Have you seen him now?
1: I, I, I saw him on that, on that uh, yes, yes, I have seen him now.
0: All right. Well, whatever. Compared to before, compared to, <laughs> in my eyes, I mean, I'm eating a hoagie as we speak, so it's kind of know,
1: Honestly, I have no right. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you?
0: Poor guy's got enough problems. Now he's going to be anorexic. Yeah. So he plays this kid whose mom died, but his dad, his dad, who is appropriately old, like his dad is in his late 40s, early 50s. I'm sorry to insult the guys, the actor might be in his 20s. He's older than Neil Patrick Harris's dad, yet his son is only eight. So they should have switched the parts. I've you know, got a young was. kid. Yeah, and and I'm he's 62. like kind of a mean father. We don't know if he's stealing because at one point he tries to open a car door, but then we don't follow that up ever again. And uh, his dad's drunk. He lies. I'm just trying to get through. He lies to the kid about his mother being a famous dancer, but you tell it so carries, vividly. We know that it's not <laughs> true. You're really
1: a wreck on tour, aren't you?
0: Me? Yeah, I, it's about? almost like I'm there. I totally forgot about this part. It's just the boring part. You're
1: saying things like, at one point he tries to open a car door. Well, what does that even mean, Speaks?
0: All right, he drops the kid off at school. The kid says, "Can you walk me to my class?" And he says, "No," because he's a dick. And as he's leaving, he tries to open. He tries to break into a car.
1: Okay, that's different than saying he tries to open a car door.
0: Doesn't everyone understand?
1: No, I, I. I'm your friend, and I don't understand what you're saying. (laughs) He tries
0: (laughs) to steal. You know who we need? We need the uh, the guy who did the animation. We need the animator guy, yeah. I need him to follow me around so people know what I'm talking about. We
1: need to wrap this up. I gotta go. Uh,
0: It is ridiculous. It is sadder than anything uh, than the first one. At the end, it ends in a big country music concert to raise money for some weird foundation. The Uh, The
1: shoes fund or something. No,
0: she's starting a house for people, single moms. And uh, the kid from Two and a Half Men, spoiler, dies of some heart disease. And that's got to fuck up Neil Patrick Harris a little bit. you know? Right. The, the kid he big friends now dies like his mother died. The Ends Ro- in a big concert. It's
1: the Rollins McDonald House.
0: <laughs> well, they have a... So the movie, it says they pull some strings and they get a big country artist. And it's uh, Blake Shelton, who's now oh, on The Voice. Oh, yeah. But they have the band, New Song, play in this. It's like nobody cares a new song is in their small town, which is weird because they're a popular band. Are they? Blake, I guess so. Well, they sung the Christmas Shoes song.
1: Well, yeah, but that was years ago when they used to have a show. Now it's a disco, but not for New Shoes.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> that was totally different. Nice. Um, but Rob Lowe organized the concert, and he's there. Okay. We're supposed to feel good that he's doing something nice, but he's there by himself without his family.
1: Oh, what happened to Rob Lowe's family? They in
0: couldn't movie? afford him. I think that's what it was.
1: Oh, they couldn't afford him.
0: All right, Adam, thank you very much for doing the show.
1: Wait, 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 wait. wait! I, wa- I want to say that Proudly Resents and Adam Spiegelman is a great institution. And my son and I love you and love your podcast. So, Baz, can you say that you love Proudly Resents? I love Proudly Resents. And can you say that you love Adam Spiegelman? I love Adam Spiegelman. Say, Merry Christmas, Adam Spiegelman. Merry Christmas, Adam Spiegelman. Now can I go? What do you want to do? I just want to play. Okay, go.
0: <laughs> In Therapy, my dad made me do a podcast. <laughs> a jerk.
1: Podcast <laughs> he does love you, Speaks.
0: Oh, boy. All right. All right. He's lucky he's cute. All right, I'll see you on Christmas Eve. Thank you, Adam, for doing this. Okay. Brothers Ends, sure. You can go back and listen to Adam talk about old dogs, Zombie Space Jesus Good luck Chuck And if you want to hear the nominees for the Resentes That's our last episode
1: Also listen to um, John Corbett's
0: Podcast Oh he has his own podcast
1: Yeah with you (laughs)
0: uh, John Corbett and I do And John hosts and writes a dream tweet Comedy game show podcast So we'll have a link on our website But you can go to iTunes For either one of the shows Both very funny tweet is great. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh also listen to that guy Mark Marin. He used to perform at Luna Lounge in New York. Mommy um,
0: You would have to take care of me. All
1: right, I'm going to take care of Vivian and not you and you're going to go with Mommy to get the food? Yeah. Okay, great. All right. Well, I hear that Mark Marin guy has a podcast too. Actually, uh,
0: our friend Liam McEnany was on today's episode. It's uh you should check that out. It's WTF, right? On WTF. Yeah, so our friend Mark Because Liam's on Mark Maron's show because he know he needs the promotion.
1: Yes, he does. He does indeed.
0: All right, (laughs) Uh, listen to Adam on Wait Wait, don't tell me, the number one podcast on iTunes
1: for people who listen to those podcasts. Yes.
0: Not, we're we're out of time for this interview